What up, what up, mandems and galdems? Welcome to another episode of my podcast. That is B's podcast or Outspoken with B as we call it here. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go get it, guys. Yeah, so guys, today's series we are going to be talking about unpopular opinion. This is unpopular opinion one. I have sat down and compiled some things that I think are either overrated or underrated. And I think it's time I spoke them out loud to you. So, my first unpopular opinion is women who say I am not a feminist. That crushes my soul. That makes me want to slap a hoe. Okay, sorry, my bad, bad language. That makes me want to slap someone. You're saying you're not a feminist and women are out here trying to fight for that same equality. Basically, you're not a feminist and it's a woman who went in the streets and fought for you to have the equality for you to sit down in a club and enjoy your time, for you to get a job as whatever you want to do, for you to get the basic thing as education. So women who say, I am not a feminist, y'all are trash. Honestly, you should be cancelled. Like, what's the essence of you? If you cannot support the cause, what are you doing? Like, I get it. There's toxic feminists, but I mean... The feminism that is positive for feminism that makes everything work well. If you say you're not a feminist, honestly, there's a problem with you. Let's move on to number two. And that is the unpopular opinion of if a man likes you, he will show you and he'll be confident and try to win you over. Not the tax thing, not the call thing, not somebody just saying there, oh, I like you, but the actions never speak. Sis, remember, actions speak louder than words. Let me rephrase this. People who say they want you or like you, but they're not putting effort. For me, y'all are cancelled. You are, y'all like are not serious about this. So basically, you do not want this person. Somebody who wants you, baby girl, somebody who wants your mandem will not make you think twice about it trust me the minute you sit down as a woman or a guy and start asking yourself does this party like me honestly that's when you go wrong that's when you should realize you're fucking single you should feel the love from any any person not only romantic relationships but also friendships and all other kinds of relationships if somebody's not choosing you please respect yourself and move yeah Let's move to number three, unpopular opinion number three. Clubbing is not a date. Mandems, clubbing is not a motherfucking date. Clubbing is not a date. You should not tell somebody to dress well and look good and ask them to go on a date with you, especially a first date to the club. I feel that's very wrong because I feel dating is when you're trying to get to know somebody. So kindly explain to me. How you would sit somewhere where it's noisy and other people are shouting over and you're claiming you want to get to know me. Dude, can you do dinner first? Can you do lunch first? Can you get to know somebody? When you get there, maybe is when you can now start like going to the club together. But clubbing is not a date. Get that right. Clubbing is not a date. Are we good? Are we clear? Brenda School of Thought, is it? Have you written down your notes? Yes, clubbing is not a date. Yeah, so we move to number four, and that is soulmates don't need to be romantic relationships. I can't emphasize this enough. Soulmates don't need to be romantic relationships. You can find your fulfillment from a friend. You can 
find your fulfillment from any other person. It doesn't need to be romantic relationships. You can be bonded to somebody else through other things that not necessarily have to be romantic relationships. Soulmates can be, can come in forms of best friends, can come in forms of soul sisters, can come in form of soul brothers, can come in form of many other things. And I am not yet blessed to find my soulmate yet. But I believe that soulmates don't need to be romantic. So if you're sitting there saying, oh, I'm waiting for my soulmate. Trust me, you're getting it wrong if you think a soulmate must be a romantic relationship. As long as you get fulfillment from this person. Honestly, sex is like the least of the worries. But if you get fulfillment from this other person, that's the best thing. The person you sit down with and feel like all my burdens are shared. The person you sit down with and feel like all my troubles are shared. The person you sit down and feel like Yo, I'm having the best time even though you're sitting there doing nothing. That is your soulmate. So soulmates don't have to be romantic relationships. Remember, this is my school of thought. You can think otherwise. But honestly, soulmates don't need to be romantic relationships. Let's move to point number five. And that is light skins are overrated like either dudes or chicks whatever light skin privilege is, is real we get it us dark babes we felt it where you find like sometimes even the light skin people are not that good looking you know like th that's when i saw this tweet somebody tweeted it out and said can you people just realize sometimes somebody's not even that good looking they are just brown like they're just light skin yeah so i feel light skin people are overrated because like at some point that i even interacted with one female who honestly on god told me that she thinks she's better than everyone else because she's light-skinned and i was like okay so all of us in this world all of us the good lord made are nothing because we are not light-skinned and remember not everyone of us can be the same size that's why we all come in different shades different sizes different shapes because you know what God did it some flavor in this world. We wouldn't all of us be looking and walking around looking the same. Yeah. Let's go to number point number six. And that is, and this is like the most important point. This is like a star point. I hope you're writing down notes, guys. <laughs> I feel like a teacher at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> Cut people off who don't help you grow. If somebody is not feeding into your growth, please learn to cut these people off. And cutting people off doesn't mean necessarily like you have to like Kosana, you have to like have an argument or something. If you sit down and like right now, if I ask you the person who is listening to me right now, if you sit down and ask yourself, does X fulfill anything in my life? And your answer is no. Does Y do this and this? Your answer is no. Does Z, do this and this for me. And your answer is no. Honestly, you need to cut people off. People who are not feeling your growth. They're not helping you maybe in school. They're not helping you career-wise. They're just there. And they claim to be people in your life. Honestly, somebody is not feeding your growth. If somebody is not feeding your growth, trust me, they are fueling your downfall. One way or another. This person maybe is intentionally rooting for you to lose or something like that but somebody who doesn't feel your growth cut them off trust me remember people say your net your net net worth is worth your network the people you interact with says a lot about the kind of person you are so don't be afraid to cut people off and i tell this to 
all the people interact with them, my friends, that my, both my acquaintances and friends, that you need to know exactly what somebody is doing for you in your life and whatever you you know in some relationships it's always you giving 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 and this other party is always taking 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 but it's never reversed if you sit down and right now the person you're wondering if they switch your life if you can write down a pros and cons list and the cons outweigh the pros trust me it's high time you cut these people off let's move to point number seven people who can speak their mother tongue oh my god I know this one people will bash me, but trust me, trust me sis, you ain't Brenda, trust me bro, you ain't Brian, trust me, you have an indigenous name, and that is where you come from, that is your root, so if you're Rwanjiro like me, own it, and try to learn your mother tongue. If you're Omondi, you're Omondi. Nothing will ever change that. Can you embrace your individuality and the person you are? Can you love your roots? Can you admire whatever you... The root, like, where you came from? Because that is what makes you... Honestly, that is what constitutes you. Because this is your family. This is your everything. So learn to speak your mother tongue. All of you are easy at speaking English. And that is like another man's term. Language, basically. You can learn French. You'll learn in Germany, but you can't learn Toluo. Brav. You can't learn Kikuyu. Sis, you can't speak Taita. Dude, you need help. You should learn to embrace yourself. And trust me, there's a pride that comes with you embracing yourself. Because you understand you're an African princess, you're an African king. And you love it and embrace it and be you unapologetic. So that's my other un- unpopular opinion. People who can speak mother tongue, Kindly learn it or we'll start cancelling y'all. Don't say at all times are changing and what. Can you be proud of your roots? Can you be proud of the person you are? Because trust me, there's nothing you're going to do. You're, going, you're never going to change that. Even though you're going to call yourself bootylicious baby girl, you're never going to change that you're one Jiro in the inside. You'll still be Shiro no matter what. So embrace that, sis. Embrace that, king. Yeah. Number eight, and that is like our second last point, that is <clears throat> relationships, especially romantic relationships without purpose are trash. Why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting your time? And right now, imagine you're pretty. Imagine this is when your ass is tight. This is when your boobs are standing tall. Nigga, this is when you have the ability to do it. You know exactly what I mean when I say doing it. This is when you you have that ability. This is when you have the strength. So why are you wasting yourself with a relationship, especially a romantic relationship that is not heading anywhere? Why are you giving people the best time of your youth? Dude, can you get it over with? Can you find somebody who is choosing you? Can you find somebody who wants to be genuinely with you for you to win it? Can you do that? And trust me, when you do that, you'll get there's a sense that comes with it. Because these re- romantic relationships without a purpose only take from you. And that is when you end up being damaged and being broken and saying, oh, men are trash, bitches ain't shit. Imagine that's where it stems from. Because you did these relationships without a purpose. Can we normalize the asking people as early as the first date or as early as this talking stage? What do you want? What are your intentions? If somebody's like, oh, me, I want to go with the flow. If you're not into that, sis, bruv, tell them, me, there's no flow I want to go with. I know exactly what I want, and this is not what you're bringing to the table. So you're the wrong candidate. Trust me, there's no, it, it won't hurt anyone. It will actually save you a lot of trouble by you choosing yourself. 
always learn to choose yourself. At this point, I feel that people are celebrating being narcissists and being nasty, but that's unhealthy. But learn to choose yourself when, when it will benefit you more than ruin you learn to choose yourself so romantic relationships without a purpose honestly they are trash stop normalizing this thing of just fucking around please stop it it's not nice everyone wants somebody to cuddle at night with everyone wants somebody to be reliable for you to call someone and be like yo i'm having this issue you want people in your life so can we just stop normalizing this stupidity of oh i am strong oh i am cold oh i am heartless trust me dude Man them, girl them, you're not, you're not savage. You're just hurt and broken. Imagine you just need therapy. Imagine. The boozy done baby girl and baby boy thing. Imagine you just need therapy. Yeah. Number nine, that, stem, that stems from my previous topic. And that is mental health is very paramount. I feel that people are, don't get the essence of mental health. And this is where I said even cut people off. Prioritize prioritize yourself guys learn that you came into this world alone you will die alone so every experience that you choose is going to affect you one way or another at this point is when i tell my baby brother choices have consequences imagine whatever you choose the people you choose to relate to whatever bullshit you you choose to stomach is will lead to a certain consequence so make the best choices imagine Mental health. If somebody's not fitting your men- mental health, imagine let them go. If something is not fitting your mental health, let it go. It can be that job, imagine. Do what you want and do what you love. Don't stress yourself, imagine. Because ima- ima- when you die, my friend, people will come to your village, sing, cry, eat rice, and go back home and forget you. Imagine they'll forget you as soon as you- your your burial is lit- literally on Friday and pe- these people by Monday will have forgotten you they'd be like oh okay fuck RIPC so and so imagine imagine learn to prioritize yourself as and especially your mental health remember you you came into this earth alone and you will leave it alone so please learn to be selfish with your time and with your energy and my last point for today is therapy therapy sorry excuse me therapy should be normalized I used to be the kind of person, oh, I am strong. I don't have anything bothering me. Oh, that's okay. Until I literally, somebody like, the person who introduced me to therapy was like, can you just try it? Just one session. And tell me, if it doesn't impact your life, just leave it. And once I tried it, honestly, it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. It has debunked a lot of issues in my life. Things that were not even, like, you wouldn't even think they're affecting your life. But imagine, trust me, they're affecting you. Childhood trauma, trauma from friends, trauma from society, trauma from school. Imagine therapy Therapy should be normalized. And people should stop thinking that, especially us Africans, and I also hear black people like in the States and some, and like abroad, people think therapy is for crazy people. Imagine it's not for crazy people. It's just somebody who wants to be in check with themselves. The same way you go to the doctor if your tooth is aching. Trust me, some emotions of yours are being portrayed because you don't understand the kind of person you are. You're, pro- you're literally projecting your trauma and your issues on other people. And that's how you, you, like people think it's your personality and it's not. 
can we just normalize therapy and at the end of the day imagine we'll be really good people when people understand this is my issue and i'm working on it and i'm trying to be a better person the world will be a very lovely place trust me Thank you, Galdems and Mandems, for listening to me. I really do appreciate the support all over, and I appreciate the love. Thank you for the DMs encouraging me. It really builds a big impact to me to know that I'm communicating some things with people out here. I really do appreciate. Remember to follow our page at underscore, sorry, outspoken underscore with B on Facebook, and also on Instagram at outspoken underscore with underscore B. And thank you for the support. Don't forget to shoot me a DM if you want to collaborate. And before we go, guys, I would like to leave you with a piece from my friend who has done an, uh, like a short link say, talking about like careers and stuff. It's really prudent for you to listen, especially if you're struggling with what career you want to partake in. Thank you, guys. Bye. Millions of people lost their jobs as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Jacqueline Mugo, the CEO of Federation of Kenya Employers, explains that 90% of jobs were wiped out by the pandemic. So we then looked at the number of jobs that had been created in the formal economy. We're not talking informal, we're just looking at the formal sector. Since 2015, and the figure that we have, these are national figures, are 200,018 800 jobs created in the period 2015 to date. So if out of the 218,800 jobs, 173,743 jobs had been lost, it means that 80% of the jobs created in the last five years in the formal sector had been wiped out by COVID-19 in the last five months. On the other scale, various careers have sprouted and others received a boost. Some of the jobs which are most demanded amidst the pandemic include sales, software engineering, food delivery drivers, and cashiers. The pandemic also created new careers like contact tracers, temperature testers, virtual tutors, and virtual event coordinators. The retail sector also did blossom despite the pandemic. Wambui Mbarire, the chief executive officer of Retail Trade Association of Kenya, says the pandemic brought some positive growth on the retail sector. The year had started on an up, and there was a lot of positivity at the beginning. What was interesting was that positivity has continued in spite of the challenges that have been it was a bit of a dampened mood, um, I think, in the first quarter of the pandemic, uh, as, as particularly in what we call non-essential retail. And non-essential retail was the sector which even yourself seemed that perhaps you were not going into during that, but no one was buying clothes, for example, or shoes, or accessories, because you do not know what is coming. You need to hold on to your money. The essential sector, which deals mainly with food, consumables, um, shall I say, life essentials, that continued to work. We had a bit of a worry. First, we started with a rush. Uh, the rush had to do, if I use the supermarket as an example, with people uh, stocking up for a coming season, uh, stocking up to an unknown season, waiting to see what will happen. And that meant perhaps usually buy two packets of flour, you now bought four, uh, which in effect then had the dump talking about in the second quarter because four packets really you're not going to buy anymore until that expires so then we had that dip but immediately after that dip and uh, the pushing of the curfew to 9 p.m things picked up again 
consumers started going out and consuming and hence there was a growth back to where the positivity was coming if this is going to continue going back to where we started then things are not looking too bad so that is where the the um, positivity comes from and and also i mean i'm sure you've heard that uh, we're only second to south africa in terms of how developed our retail sector is uh, it is also an indication of why the international firms look to come into our sector so that positivity that potential for growth keeps people interested in growing sector Captain Dan Nganga was formerly employed by Safari Link Airlines, but to the outbreak of the pandemic came the lockdown, which saw him lose his dream job and opted for farming. First of all, you find out, and the sales test is targeted, because you get a sales test telling the, the lab people, I want to grow tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So they'll give you the profile mm-hmm. with a soil uh, sort of correction program, mm-hmm. specifically tailored for yanyas and cocos. Okay, so... If I was going to do farming in an ex-coffee sort of field, mm. the soil test would tell me, okay, here we had maybe coffee likes acidic soil, eh? mm. yeah. but uh, now these other crops, they don't like acidic soil, so you have to do soil correction. So how do you do it? You put lime. Mm. So they'll, they'll, they'll give you a recommendation, say, for your tomatoes, add this amount of lime. Mm. So mm. instead of sending it to the wet lab, which we are all used to, mm. There's a scanner, which is very expensive, mm. but now we're encouraging farmers mm. because now I'll charge you 2K. The guys at Crop Nuts or, or Calro mm. will charge you 10. Mm. But you have to wait for two weeks. Yeah. Ours is instantaneous. Yeah. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm, I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. Day now. Okay. We, are, we are starting the drone mm. side of things because yeah. the drone has a crop scouting component, mm. especially mm. for the large scale farmers where you do the aerial survey, mm. then you come up with the, vari- uh, it's called the, the indices, NDVI or value. Mm. Where there is plant stress, you will know from the map. Yeah. So what you do as an agronomist, you send someone to do the ground proofing. To even yeah. tell you where... Stra- directly. Yeah. So instead of sc- surveying the whole farm, mm. physically even, mm. mm. the drone would have told us just go there. Mm. Mm. So you're saving time. Yeah. Keep recommendation just in the section where it's needed so those are some of the things that are coming up in precision agriculture mm. so you're removing a lot of guesswork from what we're doing mm. but that is ordinarily what i would do if i see a problem it's been a tough one year for kenyans but true to the saying where cometh a crisis becomes an opportunity and employment led to the discovery of new opportunities and an upgrade in the fields where not much attention was paid.